Welcome to Rain City Supercars, where in a city it's not even raining and we're stuck in quarantine. I'm Nick. I think I'm... I'm, You think you're Nick still? I think I'm Nick. I don't know. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to lie. I woke up this morning and I was like, I don't even know what day it is. Like, (laughs) I think it's Monday. I don't know. So, (laughs) Well, we're still coming at you uh, live from my secret garage. Yeah. But we are definitely brought to you by our friends at Drivers Club, where we wish we were. Mm -hmm. Avance, Haggerty... Carter Subaru and Rainier Beer. And we're sitting six feet apart on a couch. Just we so are. You know. It's a big couch. It's a very big couch. Very cu- comfy couch. But yeah. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like I, I, I have finally, I have finally. Not that I always people ask me like, "How are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm going crazy, and it's a short trip." Like I have, <laughs> I have gone crazy. It, the trip was short, and I have, I have reached the point where I'm just like, oh, I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> And and I feel like people are having conversations now. We just got out of Easter. I had a lovely Easter with my parents. Um, great time. But I just feel like the conversations are a little more heated. Like things that don't need to be heated are just a little more heated. Like just like, yeah. Yeah, I took the roast out of the oven. Why? <laughs> so it's just. Yeah. 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 I was down with my brother uh, in my in my lovely Nissan Altima rental car. Uh, and. Yeah, I, my sister is a, a sister-in-law has a mountain of patience. I can tell you, we knew that before because your right. bro, your brother has uh, eight kids, eight kids, and seven are at home. Seven are at home, and and the, the, he adopted a bunch of them. Right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah he's not right. insane. Six yeah. of them are adopted. The youngest well, five. I, was, are I wasn't going to say insane. I was going to say fertile. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, so okay. Yes, your sister-in-law is is a is an angel in disguise. Um, and a heck of a cook. And a uh, heck of a yeah. well, you have to be with that many children, right? right? I yeah, mean, it's no, just she's an excellent cook. Oh, that's awesome. So, do you have a good Easter though? Ah, I had a great Easter. Yeah, you know, right. it's just, it's a good time with family. And, and they are, <laughs> those kids are, luckily they have a very large yard. Mm-hmm. So our brother's like, you know, what are you doing to pass the time? He's like, I'm building a bridge. I'm like, what? Okay. And they have this river. It's not a river. It's like a, it's a stream in the back of their yard. And he built a bridge They have over something it. that needs a, a bridge is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, and okay. I was thinking like a little footbridge, you know, like oh, the no, kind no, you could I'm buy sure in not. a store. Yeah. Oh, no, we're talking like four posts, cement, lifted. Park bench on. Like. Gee, that's so interesting. I wouldn't think anybody <laughs> with the last name Putnam would go above and beyond. That's so weird. It's an impressive uh, sight. I was going to say. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, you so. know. Well, um, and and do, do they do they need something on the other side of the creek? Well, so they don't get their feet all money. They can go to the back of the property. You Has know. he never seen the Dukes of Hazard? I mean, a ramp would have been that a lot easier, right? I mean, two <laughs> ramps. You have to get there and get back. So a couple of big wheels, Absolutely. some motorcycles. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what fun is it if you don't cheat death? Okay, so I was in my infamous sitting on time of watching YouTube and crap. Um, the next time that Red Bull, um, not the Flotog, but the, uh, the the Soapbox Derby comes to town, oh, we are building a car. <laughs> yes, we are. I have, I mean, I, here, I didn't know this. You're not just judged on how you drive the car and the car surviving. There's a whole act you have to do before you run. Like, And I watched a bunch of them. It's, it, it, I think it's definitely up our alley, and I think we could design something. I mean, I don't know why these people don't understand that bicycle wheels don't work when you're going around a sharp banked corner but you know i think i think i think we could do a hell of a rain city supercar <laughs> i've got enough leftover longboard parts right i'm thinking together. about it. oh yeah we could just we'd just take the gtr uh board here just cannibalize it make it electric <laughs> 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 apparently you're required to have brakes okay, <laughs> that know. is brakes well no but i'm saying apparently I, I was watching this i was watching it in sweden or something like that and that was Okay, first of all, the Swedes are crazy. <laughs> if you haven't, go on YouTube and just look it up. I mean, if you haven't seen the, the Soapbox Derby, because I hadn't really researched it. I came across it on accident, but it basically you build a homemade cart, and then 
Red Bull sets up this course, and it's and it's not just like a, a weaving. Like there's jumps and there's all kinds of stuff. So, well, that sounds um, fun. It was it, it was it looks like a lot of fun. So apparently they did one here. They had they had one here back in the day. So, I think that'd be cool. I think it'd be even better if they set it up down like by part by Pike Place Market with all the really steep hills. But uh, <laughs> I don't think that's what could happen. go wrong. What could go wrong, right? Did you see? Did you hear that uh, the number one Starbucks got a little visitor this weekend? I did see that. I mean, if you haven't, it's it will take over the automotive world. I know these photos will. And Carl was a part of it. I think was Jason Tang down there. Carl, too? Jason Tang, um, of course, we know the owner. Yeah, brought that car down. So if you haven't seen it, um, a privately owned 250 GTO was taken out of storage because apparently it's been quarantined for years, and taken to downtown Seattle where there is nobody. Yeah. Um, so they did an early morning run. Yeah. And basically, everybody who saw it was like, wait, is this real? Yeah. And yeah, the only time you can take a 250 GTO to Seattle is probably during a pandemic. Yeah. Before, yeah, otherwise I would be worried about having an entire security team with me. But uh, Well, I think they did. They still did have an entire security team with them. But I, it's just, uh, if you haven't seen them, one of the classic shots they got, and I'm not sure who got it, but congratulations to them, is, is this 250 GTO, right-hand drive, by the way. Yeah. In front of the first Starbucks. So, um, yeah, if somebody cool. in Starbucks marketing doesn't pick up on that, you <sighs> need to fire whoever's in charge of Starbucks marketing. I got to think, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I, I think you commented on that, and I was like, I was like, that's a really good thing. Like, I mean, that would be huge. How, so. yeah, how Starbucks needs to use that. I, the, yeah. It would be crazy not to. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool to see. That was first posted in Avance, of course. Of course. Avance helped sponsor that shoot a little bit. This is another reason why you want to be a member of Avance. Yeah. So, saying. yeah, there's a couple of members in Avance who have some pretty amazing access and when a 250 gto goes on a drive that's a pretty cool thing to have this is not your normal car club so that was pretty cool to see yeah understatement pretty cool to uh, see. It's, i mean <laughs> it's, it's there was somebody commenting on that they're like i didn't know that these kind of cars existed in the pacific northwest and i'm like how are you a member of avance and don't know that this <laughs> like i mean have you haven't been to an avance event or um or an exotic redmond town center or something around here there's you know get out and know your 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 big deal cars i mean yeah. I, there's a little bit of money here with a few small companies, so yeah. there's a lot of fun toys. So. A lot of fun toys. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's been a week. Right? I'm very sore. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, you, um, that's right. You're a 40-year-old man that bought a skateboard, aren't that's you? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, why didn't you learn from me? Like, I mean, do you not remember giving me that lecture when I got the boosted board? And you're like, you need to be careful. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll be careful. I still, I have been riding. I went and rode today, actually. This morning before I even started work, I went for a ride. Good thing you're learning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if anybody follows me on social media, they probably saw it. It's worse today. If you, So we record this on Monday. I posted that on Saturday, I think. I need to give a little bit of background. We've talked about it, but I'm staring at it. Dan has a carbon fiber. It's it's called a GTR dual end dual motor. This board is is gorgeous. I mean, like I would be gracious if that was my daily ride. And it's yeah, it's a dual fifteen hundred watt motors. It's got about a twenty mile range with the seven inch uh, all terrain wheel and tire setup on it. It'll do about thirty. It'll do about well twenty two to twenty three miles an hour with me on it. And how fast were you going when you hit that uh, that obstacle? About two. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> it look your knees look like you're going about ninety. So yeah, I have. Your gotten, knee looks like you had been in a car accident, and your knees went into the dash. That's yeah. what it looks like. So, so I high sided on my skateboard, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can tell I'm forty. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I just hit the I uh so at the, at the bottom of this hill, I typically there's not a bike lane in that section of Kirkland, so I typically pull off onto the sidewalk. And there's nobody around. So first of all, I'm not that idiot going on the sidewalk at 25 miles an hour. It's literally doing like two or three miles an hour. Sure. And I hit a, a root 
had come under the sidewalk and raised part of the sidewalk. And so when I hit it, I, I just didn't see it and my own stupid fault. It high-sided me on the skateboard and the skateboard kind of kicked up between my legs. So my left leg went down and hit the pavement on the side though. It didn't like bash my knee into the pavement and scraped it up a little bit. I didn't think much of it, but the inside of the board caught the inside of my right leg. You're lucky it didn't go straight up and hit your yeah, man bits, uh, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the bruise is, yeah, it, it's way worse than you're thinking. It's not like a bruise. It's like... It looks like your body's eating your knee. Yeah, I yeah. looked like I had two knees when I got home. It was so oh, swollen. Yeah. And I was like, man, did I break something again? My uh, mom, I told you, my mom's worried about you. My mom, <laughs> who has had knee problems all of her life and, and thinks of Dan like a son. In fact, they probably like him better, which I don't blame him. <laughs> but my mom saw that photo and she's like, he needs to slow down. Does he not know his age? <laughs> Yeah, well, so yeah, but it's it's bad. It's 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 really bad. Actually, yeah. he's walking. You're walking really well, considering. I mean, yeah, I, you're I'd not as, you're not screaming as much. Ibuprofen for breakfast, lunch, and dinner doesn't. <laughs> I'm icing and everything. Ibuprofen and protein bars. What could happen? <laughs> so. I don't know. Luckily, I don't go far from home. There so. you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and then we alluded to it last week, so I'm just going to jump into it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dan, why do you have a rental car? Speaking of braking, uh, or lack thereof, my Porsche decided to have the worst kind of exotic car problem. And most people think of that as a motor issue or a transmission issue or something like that. But what people don't realize is that if you go to the No, Dan did not dye his hair blonde and get a tiger tiger shirt i mean i should have like, but yeah. i did not yeah. um i had a brake rotor failure and if anybody's familiar with carbon ceramics they're all cringing right now because porsche actually has higher priced carbon ceramics than even ferrari for some reason they use their own special process and one of my one of my my right front rotor passenger side front rotor decided to start start disintegrating <laughs> it looks like it's sloughing it off like they're gonna you obviously you're gonna post pictures pictures yeah, with this i'll post but pictures you wouldn't believe it unless you saw it. Like you, you wouldn't believe yeah. it's even possible. So normally in a carbon ceramic failure, what happens is there's an impact to the outer edge of the rotor. Um, sometimes road debris can get in there, things like that, and the rotor will start chunking away from the outside in, like uh, like hitting it on the side. Mine decided to start flaking from the dead center where the pads hit it, which makes no sense because carbon ceramic brakes are literally diamond hard. Yeah, so, and I want you to explain that a little bit, because you had to explain it to me. Carbon ceramics, like, I mean, I remember when you are vet, you had that, uh, you had that brake sensor issue, and you, you had, you had, what, like 15,000 miles on the car, and you went in to have the sensor change, which it was a sensor, and your brakes were down like 1% or something like that, so. So, I have 45,000 miles on my Porsche right now. I bought it with 27, I have 45,000 now, and my brakes all still measure at over 90%, including the pads. Original pads, original rotors, so, basically, that said, these things don't wear out. They're the, the hardest thing you can get, and when they when carbon ceramics fade, they they gas out, they lose mass from the inside out. The thickness of the rotor doesn't change; the inside does. And you go through typically three sets of pads in the lifetime of a carbon ceramic rotor, unless you track it. Big caveat: if you track a car with carbon ceramics, any car, you should swap them out for steels. And anybody who who does, I mean, anybody who does tracks their cars does. And so Just because of price, right? Yeah, price. <laughs> yeah. So um, I had the car towed back to Porsche because we don't know what happened. And they said they had never seen a failure like it ever. So what, what, what identified the problem? Where did you know you had a problem? Uh, my brother's house. It, was, it sounded like gravel, like stuck in the tire. And I was like, what is that? Okay. And I got out. I saw this and I was like, oh, my brake rotor is falling apart. That's awesome. I'm sure you're really calm, too. <sighs> yeah. 
hey, Dan, build a bridge. Get over it. <laughs> oh, that's your brother. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so the weird part was is it's, um, it's limited to the outside edge of just one rotor, the entire car. No other rotor has any effect on it. They all look fine. They're perfect. Just one single rotor outside decided to start disintegrating, and we don't know why. Okay. Porsche doesn't know why. Nobody knows why, but all Porsche has determined is that it, it happened due to an outside force. Definitely not their fault. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we don't know. We don't know what happened, but um, yeah. If anybody wants to cringe, um, and is anybody ever considers not getting a car with carbon ceramics inspected, this will change your mind. The bill to replace one carbon ceramic rotor and two caliper bolts, which is just what you do in the when you change out one of those rotors, is ten thousand four hundred dollars for one. That'll pucker affect you. <laughs> so, needless to say, uh, losing a, a failure on a rotor uh, is a bit of a scary thing. This is why I've always said, yes, I can go out and I can convince a bank to give me a loan for an exotic car. Mm-hmm. This is what I can't afford. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I went through the process here. My, my first thing was, well, if the rotor failed due to uh, a, you know, um, a failure in the construction of the rotor, warranty will cover it. I have a warranty sure. on the car. And, and to be clear, you haven't been out tracking this. You no, haven't no, been no. driving it hard. No, the car's never been tracked. Hell, it's your daily driver, but you, you drive to Microsoft. It's not that far. Yeah, and I don't yeah. drive five days a week. Yeah. And so... You have your board. <laughs> I do, actually. Yeah, I ride the I board more yeah. than anything. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, they measured all the rotors. Uh, they And Porsche uses a... Uh, it's sort of... It's, a, it's basically a mini MRI. It measures the density of the rotor and the hardness of the rotor. And they measure the pads manually with a caliper, but that's, it's like the... So did they actually take an x-ray of it kind of thing? Uh, sort of. It's like it, they put it on the rotor and they, they move it all the way around the rotor to measure the uh, the density of the rotor. Okay. Um, that's what you do with carbon ceramics. You don't have to pull them off and weigh them anymore, thank God, if you have the right very, very expensive tools. And so they're all like, you just yeah. just have a mobile x-ray. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Or MRI. Yeah. yeah, so they all measured with at least uh, 90%. Pads and rotors all the way around the car. It even tell me, like, the car's babied. The car's in excellent condition otherwise. Mm-hmm. Just one rotor. And the way it lines up with the wheel, it actually kind of lines up to the holes in the spokes. So maybe something got in there. I don't know. Um, what do you mean it, line, it lines up with the... Like, if you look at the damage to the rotor, yeah, it actually, like, moves with the, the holes oh, in the spokes. Oh, the spacing between the damage. Yeah, which is it. really crazy. So I have no idea what's going on there. I literally have no idea. I'm going to get to the bottom of that in a second. But um, for this, let's move on to the Carter Subaru Tip of the Week, oh, because okay. this is a really good thing to know on how I managed to deal with this. So because this was acted on by an outside force, a.k.a. road hazard, um, is what they determined, uh, it actually falls under my comprehensive. That's nice. Yeah, so 250 bucks out of pocket, and because it's road hazard, it won't raise my rates, Okay. which I verified ahead of time because, <laughs> you know, okay, in this well, case, even I re- if it even did if raise it did your rate, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to get charged an extra $10,000 a year yeah. or two years or three years, three years in the state of Washington. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so 250 bucks out of pocket, and they covered the repair and a rental car. So, very cool. Yeah. Um, crazy, though. I, uh, the other option, the third option was to replace them with uh, iron rotors from Gyrodisc, which is up in Bellingham, of all places. And they make a conversion for almost every car with carbon ceramics can be replaced with an iron rotor. Well, we've seen some of our friends from Drivers Club that have done it. Yeah, lots. the carbon ceramics off. Yeah, yeah it, all the track guys tend to do this. Gyrodisc makes a great rotor. They're fantastic. You don't lose any braking performance. You do gain a lot of dust. And, and we want to be clear on this. Uh, 
people are not taking these off that are tracking these cars because they they're not good for the track. They're great for the track, but the cost of running them. Yeah, you have to be a professional race. I mean, uh, the fact that you could you uh, on a really good track day, you could probably go through a set of rotors. And pads. Yeah, if you were doing a long track and you were doing an all day like an endurance uh, run or something, you yeah. easily go through a set of carbon ceramics. And yeah. at a if you did it yourself uh, to save money, you would still be looking at about a twenty five thousand dollar repair bill. Yep. For all four. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to do it from the dealer, you'd be looking at an almost $40,000 repair bill. So you could total your car Just, wow. in a repair bill by going through carbon ceramics if you took it to the dealer and paid full price. Which we do encourage you to, if you if your car's under warranty, <laughs> yes. the dealership do your work. Yeah, yes. but that said, so you, um, if you do have carbon ceramics or you're going to buy a, a car with carbon ceramics, one, you can save a ton of my money by buying a car that you know needs brakes. Mm-hmm. And while everybody's freaking out saying, Oh, these are going to be the bane of the used car world. Not really, because a set of gyro discs, front and rear, was $3,600. And you can do them just in front. And they are compatible with the stock pads, which were 90%. So I figured... You can use carbon ceramic pads on steel discs? On the gyro disc iron rotors. The gyro discs. Okay, Yeah, they're they're made to run with the same pads. Interesting. Um, Yeah, really interesting, actually. So I figured, worst case scenario, I can do my own brakes, no problem, and I'm out 1800 bucks. I would have driven up to Bellingham myself and just got them and brought them back. Well, yeah, we probably wouldn't have done them ourselves because you wouldn't want to void your warranty or anything. But you know, well, so. brakes wouldn't void your warranty though. Cause oh, okay. Because brakes don't fall. That's another part of this tip is that, just so you guys are aware, brakes under unless it's under extreme circumstances, basically never fall under warranty. Even bumper to bumper, which is the the like the, if you're in the industry. Bumper to bumper is the phrase you hate more than anything because some idiot will be like, it's under warranty. I don't need to change my oil. But no, that is not what it means. <laughs> bumper to bumper just means any factory defect. And brakes are a wear item. Wear items are not covered. So stop saying that. Brakes are not. Brakes are a wear item no matter what. So my hopes for the warranty weren't high. Brakes and tires pretty much. Brakes, tires, yeah, mm-hmm. anything like that. So anyway... That's that. Um, so you, you, you reported to Comprehensive and your insurance, uh, which we should give a shout out to, which is what, what, just you, Geico. Just Geico. Yeah. Um, uh, they they had they and especially in today's day and age. Yeah, they didn't come out actually. Um, <laughs> Porsche gave the photos kind of say it all, Dan. Yeah, the so, photos yeah. say a lot. Yeah. Uh, so they just asked for a ton of photos. Porsche complied. They were super awesome to work with. Uh, shout out to Porsche Bellevue for service for hooking me up and taking yeah. care of me over there. Um, they were very responsive uh, and. I had it towed all the way here. So. Well, and that's another thing that, you know, we kind of glossed over in the fact that you're only replacing one rotor. Yeah. Because the other ones, like you said, were... they. they yeah, so this isn't like a normal brake rotor. If you normally, you would replace rotors and sets no matter what. Uh, in this case, because my rotors are basically brand new condition still, over 90%, and like I said, they don't lose external thickness. They lose mass that's from so the inside. Yeah, super weird, right? Yeah. Uh, that they don't need to be replaced in a pair. They can just replace the one, and I'm good to go. That's so. really neat. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, I know several people were questioning it, like, what happened? Where's Dan's car? Did he crash his car? Yeah, no, like did so. not crash the car, and it was a totally fluke occurrence. I mean, this this wasn't even like a hard drive, let's, to be clear, at all. No, like, you were I, driving down <laughs> to see your brother. Like, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So this this wasn't a yeah. – and to be fair, like, unless you're Andrew, you know, and a professional race car driver, yeah. it getting – carbon ceramic brakes up to a temp where you can actually damage them on the street is kind of a feat in itself. Like you can I, heat them up and boil your fluid. You'd have, you'd have to be in a freaking 
police chase to do it. I mean, you you think about brake brake discs on a, on a road road track; they're glowing red. Like those yeah. guys have been running hundreds of laps to get them to heat up. So yeah, and if you look at videos online, I mean, you can make carbon ceramics turn red, and you can definitely boil your fluid. But to actually like wear through your pads and the rotors in the street, you just can't heat cycle them enough over and over and over again to cause that kind of wear. So this is total freak occurrence. Challenge accepted. No. Right? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I definitely I boiled the fluid on the on the Corvette once, but yep. never the Porsche. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, yeah. hybrid. <laughs> yep. It wasn't speeding at all, though. No, of course not. <laughs> it's just those corners are very sharp. So. <laughs> yeah. Lots of grip. We should talk about that in a second. But okay. that's your Carter Subaru tip of the week. If you have a car with carbon ceramic rotors, uh, you can replace them with steel. And if you're looking for a bargain in the supercar world, look for a car with carbon ceramic rotors that need to be replaced. See if Gyrodisc has a replacement or another company. And you can probably get a huge chunk of money off of the price of the car. And you can still get the car. That'll still break the same. You'll just have wheel dust to deal with. And that's... Yeah. <laughs> That's deal. not a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> wash your yeah. car. I've seen a lot of Porsche owners do it. I don't know. I've seen too many like Ferrari owners do that, like swap out the carbon ceramics. I don't think they drive them as hard. I mean, That's they true. do, but I yeah. don't. You don't see a lot of Ferrari. You just see far less Ferraris being tracked like you Porsches. Yeah. There's more Porsches out there. I think it's all it is. I agree. You yeah. are going to see more Corvettes out there though, going through them. And to the person that was has been blasting through Bellevue, I don't know who you are. It's in a red GT3 RS. Beautiful car. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't narrow it down here. Huh? <laughs> I know it doesn't. That's the only reason I can say it. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, speaking of Highbridge, did you see our uh, that uh, crash that somebody posted? On Highbridge? Yeah. No. It was actually Ben Howard Road. Oh, no. I did not. Cam- a black Camaro 1LE. Oh, I know the car. And okay. I know the corner. The guy got the luckiest crash ever. So there's uh, one of my dance drives is called The Local, and uh, I'm getting a ton. A lot of people have messaged me the last few weeks. We've been getting a lot of mail to dance drives about different drives. Oh, I ran mapping. it in the Triumph a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's a, so, it's yeah. a fun road because you, yeah. you don't actually have to go fast on that road to have fun. You can I just yeah. go this. Cheap, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like you don't need a fast car to have fun on that road. Sure. But in a Camaro 1LE, you can get a lot wrong real quick. And he missed a corner on Ben Howard, which uh, is remember when we did the drive with the McLarens and Jillian was with us? Yeah. And you can tell, like, those corners are quick and sharp and if you're not ready for them you can go off in a hurry especially in a very powerful rear wheel drive car and uh, luckily he got it on the best corner ever because it leads just straight into like a muddy field swamp kind of thing okay so the well the rest is either an embankment or a giant ditch no i know i mean yeah he he, okay i know i know what you're talking about yeah Yeah, exactly yeah so he luckily got the one corner where he didn't die um which i think i do have yeah i have a disclaimer on this is please don't die yeah (laughs) so that's why do you know we had those McLarens like a year ago? Yeah, I came from my memories. I, mine too. I, like, I, was oh, like, oh, I missed yeah, my I 570 in the too. garage. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Good brakes. <laughs> so. Great brakes. Great brakes. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, Highbridge, I, a couple weeks ago I went up there, took the Triumph up and just, you know, threw it around and massively in the corners at 25 miles an hour, but with no power steering and boat tires. But uh, yeah, <laughs> still fun. Yeah. Still fun. I love that car. Well, let's, uh, let's take our first commercial break here and uh, we'll be right back after this. Message from our sponsor? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We spend an average of 8 hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. For people who love cars. And we're back. Thought we'd talk about some other news before we bring in our guest this week. It's actually kind of been a, an interesting um, 
It's been a there's week. Been, there's, been, there's been a week. Um, in we'll start with the somber news. Um, if you are a fan of racing or knows anything about racing or the history of racing, we lost uh, Sir St- Sterling Moss on Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people um, don't. I don't think they quite know the racing history. And I'm, to be to be fair, even as a fan, I am, a fan of of him that I am. I don't think I even know the complete history. I first the the, the name Sterling Moss first came into my vocabulary and my knowledge base when I saw <laughs> a Sterling Moss edition Mercedes in Monterey one year. Oh yeah, I had heard. You know, I'd, sure. I mean, you know, you, you, Sterling Moss and Phil Hill and people like that are, are people that you you obviously you you hear hear a lot about in racing. And these are these guys that were racing. You know, they, well, they, they, it's a classic day of racing where they would pull into the pits and get out while they're fueling, open fueling on a cigarette with a small, you know, brain cap, uh, trying, you know, not to die. But he was an incredible racer. Um, everything uh, associations with, I believe, everything from Mercedes to I think Aston Martin too. Yeah, he was very British. <laughs> very, he was very British. That's a good <laughs> way to put it. But if you haven't seen a Sterling Moss edition Mercedes, look it up. It's a, it's a, it's a little interesting. Uh, you definitely need goggles because there's no windshield, and in some of them, there's only one seat. It's a lot like uh, it was the first rounds of like the like the you've seen the new Ferrari. Um, what is it called? The P4, the P2. I can picture it. I, can I know. It was For, not the. I wonder why I'm trying to say Forza. I keep thinking P4, but anyway. It's not P4. Yeah, but, we have um, it on Drivers Club. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, I encourage you two. to go look it up. Huh? Yeah, two at Drivers Club. But yeah. Yes, yeah, two at Drivers Well, I encourage you to go look up his history and see uh, the impact he had on the racing community, um, what he had done, who he did it for. Obviously, he's most famous for the fact that they did, you know, with Mercedes. But um, Aston Martin... Yeah. Yep, Jaguar, Aston Martin, you name it. If it was British, he raced it. I mean, Millie Meglia winner. He had, what was, I was just reading, he won 212 of 500-plus races. I mean, this guy is a legend. He is hardcore of a driver as it gets in the the hardest times, in the 50s and the 60s, where there's probably the hardest driving you could do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, everything from Formula One, Le Mans, you name it. That's why Those guys were playboys then, too. I mean, yep. they were just, you know... <laughs> It's it's a really it's really cool. I mean, I think I mean, and, and that being said, he was ninety. Um, yeah. So he he lived a very full life, and I mean, and in fact, I think he was still I'm not necessarily racing, but you know, he he was making public uh, appearances and things like that, right up till the end. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he so. was pretty active. I mean, even last year he was out and about. I mean, yeah, you'd see photos and stuff. So, so that's kind of that's kind of uh, kind of depressing, but um, you know, because I don't, you know, we're we're losing a lot of these people that were you know, the heart of motorsports when motorsport was really, well, it was dangerous, let's be honest. Not that it's not dangerous Not that it's not dangerous now, but yeah, he but, was. you know, when you look at somebody sitting, you know, doing Le Mans back in the day and they're, they're sitting there, I mean, and back in the day, in those days when crashes happened, people in the stands died because there was the, of the safety right. thing. Right, stuff going to this. Yeah, yeah so exactly like I said, right, they, they, they were racing in T-shirts and khaki shorts and these little brain buckets, but uh, incredible, incredible racing history, so. Yeah, so that's a little unfortunate, unfor- you know, unfortunately, un- unfortunately, unfortunate. So um, another thing that's kind of hitting the news and it's starting to, um, uh, I don't know, if if you have seen anything on YouTube or Twitter about the Gumballa GT that was crashed in downtown Manhattan. Um, and I want to preface this, there's a lot of bad information out there. So the driver was Ben Chen, and everybody knows Ben Chen because he was one of the, I don't know if he's a founder, but he was an owner of Gold Rush. And um, Ramin actually came out last week and, and said that he's not an owner anymore. And the, the news was really pushing that because they were trying to make this correlation between him being this drunken, drugged guy driving through 
downtown Manhattan and, and ruining this million dollar supercar to the fact that he owned Gold Rush and was doing all this this crap, which is not true. Um, you'll also know Ben Chen because he has the Panda uh, Bugatti Vitesse. It's not Vitesse; it's a Bugatti Supersport, yeah. the Panda. And um, but unfortunately for for Ben, this is not Ben's first uh, supercar crash. Um, he's known throughout the world for he crashed one of two or three. It's a manual SV. Um, oh, look who's calling us! Hit deny. <laughs> we'll get back to this in a second. We okay. have a guest calling us. Oh, okay, I'll let her. I'll let her interrupt. Hang up on her. Hang up. I'm no, not. I want to no, hang up okay. on her. We shouldn't hang up on her. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, now we have to wait to be led into her meeting. So she sends us a meeting, <laughs> calls us, and then we have to wait for her to show up. Look at that. How does that work? Whoa. <laughs> well, hey. Hey, Amanda. You? How are you doing at home? Oh, just lovely. There's Nacho. <laughs> um, things are great. Um, I miss seeing you guys on Monday nights. I miss our happy hours. Oh, oh you're not drinking right now? I find that hard. Of to course I'm okay. drinking. Okay, add a girl. I was like, I was like, that's not Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done to her? No. <laughs> I heard you've been working hard uh, power washing things and cleaning houses and, I mean, just keeping yourself busy. Oh, I have. Thank you, Dan, for letting me borrow your um, pressure washer. I went crazy on my patio. <laughs> it amazes me. I drive around at the amount of people that I see out power washing things. It's kind of therapeutic. By the way, Amanda, I totally have like four teddy bears in my window at, at home. <laughs> a bunch of people in my building have That's done it. That's so, so great. If you guys don't know about that, like drive, if you're driving around, which you shouldn't be because you should be at home quarantined. You can drive. You can drive you can around. You can drive. And you see teddy bears in people's windows. It's it's a teddy bear hunt. There's yeah. it's a total. It's it's really fun little thing. So I saw some people cross the way from me doing it. So I thought, why not? Yeah, our neighbors down the road have a, have it chalked onto their fence. It says Teddy is watching you. Uh, okay, and they have cool. a giant bear in the window. <laughs> it's like one of those giant Costco bears. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I've seen people sticking the bears in their windshields too of their parked cars. That, oh, that's, that's a good, good idea. idea too. Yeah. yeah, the bear is watching. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, how are things with you? How are things with Drivers Club? Obviously, this has kind of affected um, hanging out with Drivers Club or hanging out at Drivers Club, uh, as people know, because we're doing this from a secret location that people don't know about six feet away. <laughs> yeah, I'm running a social club in the time of social distancing. So, you know, <laughs> there's um, social in there. It's actually going really well, though. I, I mean, no, we're not hosting any events in the clubhouse, but we are now, we have more of an online community and that's been amazing to watch. Um, we've got a very active WhatsApp group and um, now we're, we've moved all of our um, safety meetings, which is our weekly happy hour. Um, we've moved those to Zoom and it's been going really well. We've been doing online um what do we do our virtual whiskey tasting that was really fun you can you can be surprised on how drunk you can get virtually whiskey tasting i'll tell you that right now (laughs) (laughs) it was awesome we um we people would rsvp for the event and then we had um dr matt from the bar the doctor's office on capitol hill send little vials of whatever we were going to be tasting and so we all were walked through it together online and we did wine tasting with madeline puckett um past guests so that was fun yep one of our favorite episodes of course 
I saw she's oh. been out riding her bike again or something. I, I, oh. I, I don't know. I, I want to give a little bit of Were background Were you there here. for the safety meeting? Because I think she Oh, oh yeah. She, she, yeah, she said she, she may have set it down. <laughs> but I want to give a little bit of background. So yeah. members of Drivers Club, Amanda and Doug have come up with this wonderful idea on Friday afternoons. And this is before the quarantine happened. We, we would show up at Drivers Club and you would just sort of, it'd be a social hour. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And they took that idea and they took it online, like she said, to Zoom. And it has been live entertainment because... <laughs> Again, we're all sitting at home, and, and peop- it's, a, it's a good excuse to get on there and see people and kind of be, you know, be with people and have drink and great. So thank you for that, Amanda. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It's been so fun. And actually, I think that it's had an even better turnout than in person because none of us have anywhere else to be. And um, yeah, so it's been a lot of fun. Let we're alone the characters that are, that are members of Drivers Club that get on there, and it's like... <laughs> I, I even I sit back and I'm just sort of quiet. I'm like, okay, we're talking about whiskey. Go ahead. I'm just gonna sit here. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of very knowledgeable members. <laughs> they do their research when it comes to whiskey. That's yes, right. they do, <laughs> and they're willing to research as many bottles as they need to research, <laughs> so, which I love. Yeah. So, yeah. Have you been? Uh, have you have you gotten out of the house at all? You've been, or you've just been hibernating? I've pretty much been hibernating. Um, you know, we are mini storage technically, so it is oh. essential, but I've just been working from home, but at least members do have access to their cars. And yeah, that is one nice thing. Know. Driver's club. I mean, if you're, if you're an executive member there, you have a car stored there, you can just come get it anytime you want. And you're getting, you're not going to be close to people or running into the public. So it's like, you can just go in grab your car and go any time of the day. You guys are all secure and you don't have to worry about that. So, Yeah. And everything is sanitized regularly, bleached, pureled everywhere. <laughs> but know, to be fair, they've been doing that long before the quarantine. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Doug is pretty <laughs> anal about his cleanliness. Absolutely. So Next to godliness, I'm, I'm yeah. told. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah. So you, are, are you, are you itching? You haven't, that means, have you, do you have turkey dinner at the house or are you, uh, does that kept at driver's club right now? Uh, no. However, Turkey Dinner did have to go in for its annual checkup ah. at Cantrell and get its um, oil changed. And that was cool because, you know, in order to get the car serviced, the first day I went and dropped it off and I was like, okay, here we go. I'll see you tomorrow. And then I realized, oh, I can't get in an Uber now. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I mean, that's like a cesspool of coronavirus. So, Ooh, um, yes. Yeah, so then I scheduled it for the following day at like noon when the sun was coming out and I brought one of the chairs that I usually take to the racetrack and my laptop, (laughs) sat out in the parking lot. So first you roll up, you get out of the car and then so there's no contact and they come up to the car, take it away. Then I just set up my office in their parking lot and sat in the sun and took calls. It was awesome. And it was done like an hour later. Nothing. I was going to say, um, I was wondering if you were going to have turkey dinner withdrawals, but it sounds like you're coping really well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think um, I, I'm going to probably use it to go get some groceries, some essentials very yes. soon because I I do miss it a lot. I miss <laughs> driving. Yeah. That's a, what have you guys been doing? I mean, a lot of the members have been super active. I mean, what have you been doing to fill your time? And I mean, I, I know the members have been trying to help us as much as they can and. 
It seems to be like a lot, a lot of side projects going on for everybody. Um. Oh, with coronavirus, the whole COVID thing. Yeah. You know, it's been amazing to watch. Uh, because for us, we are our internal slogan is "Have fun, do good," and and you know the things that we've done in the past have been like you know our toy drive where i mean you guys included I mean, so many members in a week's notice brought like so many toys out for the forgotten children's fund and um we usually try to incorporate the have fun part of it but pretty much all of our members do like finding creative ways of doing good and it's been incredible to watch what they have been up to um, since we, since this whole thing has started. I'm trying to think, like, what was the first thing? I can't. You know, I, I definitely want to pr- protect their privacy, but I mean, yeah. one person right away, like, just donated right away. But I mean, I've been watching the chat, and they, those guys, out, out of the, out of the blue, they, everybody started coming out and asking what they could do. Yeah, it was first question. Yeah, so it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, I know Doug and a number of members have filled up their raptors and brought groceries full to, um, you know, the local food banks. And um, then we've got another one of another member who has just imported like containers full of masks. And that's one thing that I think he's done at Drivers Club is like he'll just drop off like a thousand masks in someone's parking spot. And if they say like, oh yeah, well, I've got a sister who's a nurse at that hospital and they need some, he'll like leave a a thousand of them in their parking spot for the person to bring. So people are using their cars to deliver these masks now. And that's been pretty great to see. I mean, how many masks can you fit in your car? More than you think. Yeah. (laughs) They take multiple trips and I'm sure that's fine too. (laughs) No, it's been very yeah. it's been very neat to sit back and see these people be generous. I mean, oh, I Jason Boriog. Yes, you know what he's doing? No, he's his. You know, he has a taco truck, right? Right. Yeah. Woodenville. So a Riviera Maya. Sent the, yes. Yeah. So he has sent that taco truck to like parked outside of the hospitals and feeding all the doctors and nurses for free. Dang, I didn't know that. I mean. It's just amazing. That's why I, I can't mean, find I, a taco truck. They're tacos. out there doing good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> not that I've been looking for it, because I've definitely not been looking for it. <sighs> I know. I know. That's what I'm thinking. Now I'm th- thanks, Amanda, because now I want tacos. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Every time. Uh, no, there's, like I said, that's. Uh, thank you, Jason, for doing that. Yeah, and yeah. the many other members who we're not mentioning who we're seeing use their supply chains combined and that kind of buying power. That's a big deal. So very cool. You know, we're still. Oh, there went Amanda. Uh, online problems. Should come a channel maybe that people can reach out to you guys to. Um, Hold on a second. You know, uh, we just you cut out for a minute there. What was the last thing you said? Oh, I was just saying that um, similar to the coat drive that we went through here that, you know, we should definitely open it up to your listeners. If other people want to help or have other ideas on things that we can do, we are actively looking. Cool. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Well, obviously, you know, you can reach out to us uh, through uh, info at drivers club or not. I'm sorry. (laughs) Info at rain city supercars. Uh, Mando, your email is what? 
info at drivers.club. That's what there I is no okay. dot com. That's right. Oh. There is no dot com. Okay. Just dot club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excellent. 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 So, well, hopefully we'll be getting out, out on the road soon and, and being able to be social with each other. And I don't know, this is definitely something that I never thought we'd all live through. So, and by well, that, you by know, that I, mean, I, think I thought that it would have killed me by now. So yeah. <laughs> Ansley did technically suggest that people go out on drives, I guess, just not long enough that, you know, they have to use a public restroom. Yes. Um, you know, I know that our members are going out on their own individual drives right now. And um, Side that's road. great. <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm definitely shopping for all beer. I, I get at the top of snow column me. So, yeah, that's a great place to get beer. <laughs> beer run. <laughs> so, yeah. B double E double R U N. Absolutely. I'll tell you, what are you doing? No, I was, <laughs> trying to turn off my alarm. I was oh, going to okay. ask Amanda, though. Uh, so what else have the members been doing? I've seen a few uh, little drives. We're not doing group drives. Uh, trying to be respectful of that. I've seen it's fun to see the members go out and go places, though. I've seen a few updates. Yeah, I think that they kind of meet up via our our WhatsApp group and decide, you know, I'm going to go out. And they just all start from their houses and then go to a destination. But it's small groups and never Carl Noakes is texting all of us right now. And yes, every time yes. it pops I'm, up on my phone. In fact, we just, we, we just talked about that. He, uh, Carl just sent us a bunch of photos of the, uh, the 250 GTO down in, uh, in Seattle. So, um, and he's sharing photos with us. So we'll, we'll get his permission and share some of them with our, our listeners. Cause these are incredible to the yeah. point where I'm just going to click save. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a limited set. Uh, these, these images are private of course, but uh, I'm uh, he does have a few that they're posted out on uh, Avance members got the first preview. If you're not following Avance on Instagram, you should check them out there. Cause that's where they were shared first, but man, these are pretty epic to say the least. Apparently our invite got lost in the mail. I, I see that. <laughs> Thanks Carl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Ugh. We keep losing Amanda. I blame the video. That's okay. I'm just gonna turn off video. And see She's if been knows. lost for a while. <laughs> Let's hope we find <laughs> poor her. Poor girl. I feel bad for the parents right now. Uh, yeah. What the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's staying. That's what just that's I'm staying leaving that in. one in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Amanda. <laughs> I just turned off video. I'm going. Mm-hmm. Hi. Oh, that's much better. Um, have you watched your homework yet in preparation of our happy hour with Alan Grant this Friday? I'm going to tell you what I told every teacher to ask me that question. Of course, I've done (laughs) my homework. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) Alan Grant, he's the guy on Jurassic Park, right? (laughs) Isn't he? Yeah, he is. is. That's why I'm actually not crazy about that one. (laughs) Okay. Well, this guy, we are not meeting with Jurassic Park. We're meeting with the guy that was on Carol Shelby's team. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Do we want to talk about this or do we, or just, we We can. I'm saying out loud. I'm, I've been making sure. Talk about FOMO for everybody on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. So Alan Grant, um, he's just an incredible, like his stories are, I mean, it's actual history. He was like the third employee of Carol Shelby's. He won the early races that really put them on the map, but he, and he eventually won, I don't know. Yeah, because he was racing with the Cobras. He he had the Cobras back in the day, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. He's so casual about the whole thing that I really have to like research because he doesn't really brag about himself, but um, 
Yeah, those humble people who won the championship. Mad. What does that mean exactly? Uh, depends on which race. <laughs> yeah. I don't know either. Yeah, I mean, that's why we have to do our homework before Friday. But oh, I know- you, you haven't done yours? I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. Um, I think I yeah. speak for most of us. I will definitely do my homework. Uh, what time is the I happy hour on Friday? Four o'clock. Oh, so three fifteen. <laughs> I can say that technically you did do part one of the homework. Yes. We both watched um, Ford versus Ferrari together. Absolutely. Yes, we did. I remember that. It was yeah. great. Yeah, With Avance, actually. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. fun. That was a fun night. That's a we- weird thing to walk into a theater and know everybody. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um. So... That's part one. The other part is watching, um, I think it's called Shelby American. It's the Netflix documentary. Yeah. 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 And then the bonus round is to watch the um, American Graffiti. Oh, that's a good one. American Graffiti? Like the the Spielberg movie? Or no? Uh, George Lucas. Lucas movie. Sorry. George Lucas movie. Okay. I didn't know that. Because um, one of the main characters was based on him uh, it, it is based on alan grant because they've been friends since like their late teens early 20s huh. I didn't so know are, are you moderating this on friday that would indicate there's some sense of structure there <laughs> always is Excuse me. Yeah. i think the way our um safety meetings go is basically like you know a bunch of members just drinking and um asking our own casual questions but I, I do try to keep it in line somewhat. No, you do. I, I just was, you, that's why you usually do that. That's why I was questioning it. But the fact that most of us are just going to be sitting there going, I just want to hear him talk. Yep. <laughs> Tell stories. Tell stories <laughs> and go. <laughs> dance, car man, dance. So, yeah. Well, you know, what's amazing is I, I met him in Scottsdale actually the same week that I met you guys for the first time. Aw. And... Um, Technically, was, we found you, just so we're clear. Oh, true. true. We Tragic. stalked you at that party. Yeah. I will find you. <laughs> yeah, just like that. That doesn't copy at all. <laughs> Don't try to run, because I'll find, find you. you. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, yeah, so I met him actually the same day I met you guys, like maybe an hour after, and I was at a party, and it was like, I think CJ Wilson was there and everyone was like kind of fangirling around him. And then this guy, this older guy was kind of standing off to the side and no one was really talking to him. So I'm just chit chatting and stuff. And then I figured out who he was and I was like, Oh my God, you (laughs) might be like the coolest person I've ever met in my life. (laughs) That's one of those. Do you know who you are? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've, been able to see his collection in um, Palm Springs a couple times and he's just got like history making vehicles um, actually one of the cars that's in there is the one from American Graffiti the yellow yeah T-bucket no it's like truck looking thing yeah yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but I'll rewatch it before that. She had such so so much street credit. She's talking about how she just happened to meet him. And she's like that truck thing. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> family. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um. And so then, um, he's also got his Lola Mark Six prototype. That, um, you know, it's what the, what is it? The Ford 
the GTU is based off of, right? Yeah. Yeah. GT40 was based off of that. Yep. So many other cars have been based on that design as well. And, yeah, so. that's a beautiful car. The yellow truck thing is a 32 Ford Coupe. Yeah, see, I thought it was a tea bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I thought. Yeah. But I didn't I, know I that de- term. I definitely, I definitely not did not bucket, just look that up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally knew that. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I'll watch it again. I don't know if I've ever seen it, actually. Really? I mean, I, I think it's one of those things like where I've seen like parts of it, and I've probably seen all of it. Yeah. It's a classic movie. It was Harrison. He was in that before he was in Star Wars, wasn't he? I don't know which came first, honestly. I don't know. Okay. We'll have to look that up. So, yeah. No, I think it was the first movie that George Lucas did. Okay. Oh, probably, so that probably landed in the role of Han Solo. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I, th- I thought, yeah. well, I th- there's something. T- the Star Wars people will, will correct me on this, but I swear. Oh, like, in force. Like, yeah, in the force. <laughs> yeah, no. Harrison Ford was like building sets or something for Star Wars too. I think. But, yeah. That's funny. I digress. I digress. I'll tell you. Now I want a Lola kit because I had to look up. Uh, I, I knew it was the the basis, but I don't think I've seen a Lola in person before. Honestly, I I, I want to bring it up something to the three of us here. I don't know. I, did you guys watch the live uh, Grios uh, thing on Saturday? I no. tried. Nick and Richard did a live thing, and you know, in typical Richard fashion, he's walking through and describing. And all of a sudden, there's a brand new Senna sitting there that he got <laughs> that matches his six seven five LT. So congratulations to him, but. Beautiful wow. car. I mean, absolutely, and it matches the six seven five, the, the Marlboro oh. paint. It's gorgeous. So I want to say congratulations to our previous guest. But uh, yeah, I was like, he's and they he had used it in some of the 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 promo stuff. And yeah, I'm like, I saw it covered in foam, but I didn't know his car. I thought it was a customer. No, that, the, the the car covered in foam is not his. That's I think that's Manny's car. Oh, but um, <laughs> I have it on my background. But uh, oh. <laughs> the uh, maybe that is their car. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's got the that's okay. The, well, they, it looks a lot like Manny Kosovo's car. The, who? Selling it, by the way. I don't want to talk about that, but um, yeah, it's, but yeah, they did a, a live a live stream of, of like of their cars and coffee kind of thing, and um, yeah, it was a really cool car. So congratulations to them. Previous guests, of course. Yeah. So yeah, that is cool. All right. I will have to be sure to watch. So that means that. we got what two centers? Two centers now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Roy's and the next one. So yeah, they're gonna get four six seventy five LTS. So yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell I you. I see another Senna in the last couple months. I don't think it was Roy's. Um, there, there's been other Senna's that have been delivered through our McLaren dealership, I believe, but I don't oh, know okay. if they're here, so yeah. I, I can't verify nor deny or whatever that <laughs> confirm or deny, I guess, is, yeah. the, is the term. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 tough to find car car. We we were we were talking about we, when you called us, we were starting to talk about that Gambala that that uh, Porsche Gambala, Gambala GT that, that crashed in New York. Ben Chen that crashed his car, but and I was I was just talking about the fact that he had, not only has he crashed that, he crashed a, a one of three manual Murcielago SVs. SVs. Yeah, he took he, when when the when the MP4 12Cs came out, he rolled one like 600 feet off the freeway into a storage unit. So I remember that he's having a, a rough few years. So I hope he gets better. I don't have a lot of sympathy for the. New York I don't crash either. At but all. I mean, I'm really glad that the only thing That's I'm for seatbelts, you guys. Well, not only that, but don't do drugs, kids. And two, I'm really glad of the, the, the silver lining is that nobody was on the streets of Manhattan when this happened. Yeah, and he hit a parked car. He hit seven parked cars and he, tried to drive away. Yes. Well, yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um, Somebody needs to lose their license. Just but, saying. Uh, and the and silver, more. another silver lining. It's looking like if you guys haven't ever followed this this YouTube channel called Goon Squad, have you ever seen these guys? No. I think so. Okay, so they're they're I think they're from Tennessee or Arkansas. There's these young kids, and they buy these wrecked cars, and then they rebuild them on their YouTube channel. And they've got Lamborghinis and Ferraris and all kinds of stuff. So I think I think that's what will end up happening with that Mirage GT because that's there's only so many of those in the world. So we'll hmm. see. But who knows? Um, 
but yeah, I've had the opportunity to meet Ben Chen through Gold Rush when they came through here many years ago. But um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Hey, Amanda, did you hear about uh, the uh, was it the Cannonball win? Oh yeah, that the record was broken. Yeah. Well, they're but, questioning it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Some people are saying that it doesn't technically count, but. I mean, it's fair game right now to anyone because. Well, I think we that Ed from VinWiki, who's one of the original guys that yeah. did it, I don't think that whoever beat this the latest one, I don't think that they really reached out to them or had much to because you know Richard Rawlings from Gas Monkey had it originally. Yeah, and then and then Ed from so I, I I've just been noticing a lot of negativity, but I'm kind of like Dan brought it up. How'd you put it earlier? You said that a good time to do it if you're gonna yeah there's no car. there's no good time to be that reckless of a driver ever yeah yeah so i'm not really in favor of that i mean i guess that my age shows because it's like part of me is like that's really cool that he you get to drive that fast coast to no, coast your knee shows your age. yeah my knee shows my age a lot but <laughs> but also yeah there's part of me that's just like you know what it's just not i'm just not really impressed anymore i i mean here's the thing that's when I've seen the the stuff that, that they've done and the fact that these extra fuel tanks and a guy in the back with goggles and an airplane, it's just it doesn't seem fun to be like always constantly knowing that if you get pulled over, it, one the record's done and two you can't pee and it's just you know <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I think that it, there's a certain type of person that is into that sort of thing, but that's just not me. Yeah, me either yeah. anymore. I think at a time when I was younger, I would have been really like kind of gung-ho about that and now i'm just like man the risk to the public versus the reward is not there the ego is not worth the risk well and explain something to me if if i go online and i tell everybody i did it and i proved i I broke the record you you, i have time points and all that and and i maybe show the route can not some can the the, whatever state of arkansas or whatever i drove through can't they come back to me and go we know you drove through our state and at at 800 miles and i mean Technically, technically, they have to. The officer has to witness the infraction, or just saying, you can like, be. But you can still be called into court and charged. It just may not stick. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're willing to front all the legal fees, you can kind of. Just seems like a lot to brag. Yeah, so. I just, I don't know. And I don't like I said, that at all. But I think about our our drives that we've done, like Seamont, of course, like one of the greatest. We drive under time. the speed limit on Seamont. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking so about. I don't know what you're Honestly, talking about. no, it's not about the speed as much as it is about finding the right roads. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's sort of a, I've always preached that. I'm not, I'm not above saying that, oh, I don't speed and I'm a great driver. I'm just, I'm not. I, I, I have fun, but it's always a time and a place thing for me. Like yeah. it's when there's nobody around and the, the risk is to myself. I'm not going to BS my way through this and say I never speed and go have a ton of fun on the back roads. And I do, because I do. Everybody does who's a car enthusiast. I've been doing 65 on the freeway in the Subaru all, all this whole time. Can it do anything more than 65 at this point? Shut up. <laughs> That's how I know I was doing 65. So, downhill. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, but I mean, it's like, you know, I five though is the last place I want to go blast like nuts. I mean, there's some fun road going across 90 is kind of fun. Don't get me wrong, but allegedly when you get on the, uh, <laughs> it's going through downtown Seattle on the freeway. If you get on the express lane going. North oh, yeah. The, the reverberation's nice. Yeah. But oh, it's yeah. like. Allegedly. Man, I used to go through there in the vet, though, in like second gear. Because yeah. it'll do about 80 in second. Yeah. And I, that thing was so loud. Like, people would just back off from me. Because it was just in the tunnel. It would reverb so bad. People would, like, flash their brights behind me. Because it would, like, that downshift would shoot flames. And then it would just be like just thundering loud it was deafening in the car you can hear anything i took the triumph through the new um tunnel in uh what's it 99 tunnel mm-hmm. that's a nice tunnel oh yeah I the top down. i, I mean, heard was- 
some we have a member that lives that has to go through that tunnel yeah and you better believe like the day it was finally open he usually does his drives around like four or five in the morning Mm -hmm. um and there's no one and after appreciating what could be done in those tunnels a couple times he noticed that like all the cameras that are there in the tunnels could potentially be a way of tracking speed. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, they are. No, I was in the Triumph. I was definitely going the speed limit, but I'm just saying it was a very, like, I hate, I, I know it's weird, but it was a very nice tunnel. Like it was. <laughs> well, it's better freaking yeah. be. <laughs> That's true. I'm going to stop standing up. I keep electrocuting myself. <laughs> God, that hurts. Ah, like goes into my earlobes. <laughs> Oh. Headset problems. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, turkey dinner sure sounds good to be behind in a tunnel. I've followed you many a time, and it's been like, oh, I need exhaust. <laughs> and that's stock, by the way. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it had exhaust on it. Man, that thing sounds good. It's just that I have such a low red line in mine. That's got 9,500 9, RPM or 9? Uh, turkey dinner? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I think the GT3 RS <laughs> is like 9, nine or 9,500. I say it's 9. Yeah. Um, still, it's a lot. In case people don't know, Drivers Club has a company car that is a GT3 RS, and the license plates say turkey dinner. Yeah. Just, I've had people question that before. They're like, what? what is okay, so I just... Why do you have a loud The story behind it, if we could ever get Doug to tell it, is even better, but... Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Do people not know the story of Turkey Dinner? Well, I, I think you've talked about it before. The world, I don't think the world does. I'm just saying like that it's a great funny story, but um, which we should probably do sometime, but I just didn't want to share without permission. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I forget that people don't know at yeah. this point, so I just talk about it like it's a person. Yeah, I, and that's why and that's I've had people question me. They're like, "What is Turkey Dinner?" Like, why well, is a vegetarian talking about Turkey Dinner all the time? Yeah. <laughs> She's so small. How does she eat that much turkey? <laughs> Big into tryptophan. <laughs> Yes, so oh. turkey dinner is the GT3. Yes, yeah. that was one of the last drives that I did um, with turkey dinner was picking up an order um, for Ascend to go. Oh, and... yeah, they curbside pickup from Ascend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, and everyone should go. It's really good. Um, the truffled mac and cheese. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Getting fatter just thinking about it. I know, putting on that COVID fifteen. I'm on a budget right now. So. As, uh, as good as the food is there, I'm on a budget. So yeah. No, you're right. Their food's incredible. Yeah. I thought that it was pick up in the valet area no. down where the normally would park, yeah. but it's actually on like northeast fourth, right outside the building where it's like the turn lane. So yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's really cool. The only guy sitting there waving you down, trying to give you food. So yeah. <laughs> But it cracked me up when I was thinking about, like, I'm picking up dinner in turkey dinner. Would have been uh, better if you're picking up turkey dinner in turkey dinner. But, yeah. I know. I need to work on that. Full circle. <laughs> I'd probably, if anything, be getting tofurkey. But... Oh, no thanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, where we, that's where we differ, Amanda. <laughs> so long. I don't even know the difference at this point. <laughs> Did you guys catch that latest episode of Tiger King? No, I haven't I watched the new one yet. They, they 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 got Joe McHale to yeah. call, call back and interview everybody. It's pretty good. So. <laughs> Wait a minute, is there a new thing out? Yeah, Joe. It? They added a, a final like wrap up episode with interviews with Joel McHale hosting. I haven't oh, yeah. watched it yet. It's, I mean, it, he just goes back and talks to everybody, um, and a lot of questions about the and, and I'm going to put this the right way: the individual that got their arm bit off. It, a lot of things are revealed. 
No. So, oh. yeah. yeah. So, will you remind me which one's Joe McHale? The soup. The soup. He's from Seattle. Yeah. And he did, he did, uh, what's the one about this community? He did community with Chevy Chase and Ben, Ch- or the little Asian guy from The Hangover. And uh, yeah. He's done a ton of stuff. He, um, okay. Well, he's a comedian. He's funny. Yeah. So, yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, I'm gonna so. go on that then. Yeah, but if you go on, like, if you go on Netflix, it's like the number one thing, right? It's the eighth. It's the eighth episode. So, I mean, it's not over thrilling, but it's it's Joe McHale making fun of them. So it's it's kind of good. So yeah. So, I have never gone through a series faster than Tiger King. <laughs> it's funny because I'm I'm watching people get online and, and, and on Facebook and go, I'm gonna finally watch it. I'm like, okay, buckle up. Yeah. You in two days because you're doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, I'm just going to watch one episode. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said. I'm just going to watch one episode. (laughs) Oh, I'll tell you. I don't know. There's a lot of people that want that guy out of jail, which is weird to me. So I'm sorry. Okay. Don't you think it's a bit extreme? (laughs) 72 years or whatever. Yeah, 22 years, but yeah. Yeah. I thought it was 72. No, I think it's 22 years, I think. I don't know. It's it, It all seems a bit extreme to me. Yeah, and I, I love animals. I just, I, I just think it's all blown out of proportion. But. The the best meme I've seen, and I posted on my Facebook problem. It says, "If you got husband problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got ninety nine tigers, and I fed my husband to one." Yeah, and it's a picture of Carol Baskins. So <laughs> I was laughing of like so cute when someone says they refuse to watch Tiger King. Like get in the gutter with the rest of us, your highness. <laughs> <laughs> you get down here. Oh. oh, I cannot wait till Halloween this year. It's going to be such a good chilling <laughs> yes oh it is God. you too and jason oh, we, yeah oh, yeah we feel like we've been assigned that costume yeah <laughs> shirts and shorts yeah oh god yeah Jean cut off. wedding scene yeah oh yeah uh-huh. we could we could pull off the uh yeah okay uh, well i'm not um, gonna give it away i got some ideas oh i know you yeah. do right. gotta put some um tattoos on you i think and knock out some teeth Oh, good. Yep. Well, I mean, again, not the first time a woman said that to me. So <laughs> you need some tattoos and some less teeth. Uh, thanks. Dating a lot in Granite Falls. <laughs> yeah. Get, get her done. So, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, we're making fun of you, Granite Falls. I'm from around there. <laughs> I don't know where that is. So, yeah. Really? I, I mean, I do. I just don't want to admit it. The meth capital of the world at Great. one point? Great. Super. Yay, Washington. Yep. All right. Well, Amanda, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you're not only, you know, running Drivers Club, but you're being a mom. And I think because you're a mom, you're now a homeschool teacher and uh, a deck washer and uh, oh, and and a, and a oh, dog hi, walker and Nacho. The dog. Nacho Look how yep. cute he's being. Oh, I, I know. Her dog Nacho is adorable. I Nacho. love that dog. <laughs> so. You know what, though? I am very lucky um, and I count my blessings. There's there's a lot to complain about, but there's a lot to be grateful for. And yeah, we got we, everything that's going on in the world. We're just so blessed. So, yep. I so agree. Definitely a good time to look back and reflect because I feel very fortunate right now. Yeah. But on that, let's take our, uh, our next break and we'll be back. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. Boy, we covered a lot of ground. Yeah. (laughs) 
Did I say it right? You did. I'll tell you. We did cover a lot of ground with Amanda in that center section. It was fun to catch up and see what a, like she said, a social group. A is non-social doing. social director is uh, doing yeah. these days. Yeah. It is an interesting segment. Um, I have been talking to a lot of members of my local community um, indirectly. Just I know a lot of the restaurant owners and business yeah. owners around here. And it's been tough, uh, especially on the restaurant workers. Um, the, the car dealerships are like bare bones staffed right now. Yeah. So I've, I I booked a, the car in for another service for something and like they they gave me the warning they're like it's something simple and they said it's going to take a while just because they're they're low staff so Yeah. I mean, I still we're still encouraging people to go do it. Oh yeah, it worked worked for my advantage on the Porsche. Like I said, it was super <laughs> easy. I didn't <laughs> yeah. have to yeah, thank God they were low because normally it's like that would have taken weeks to get in and do even though it's a simple repair just they're well, usually so have, busy. You could have it fast shipped, couldn't you? <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So if anybody doesn't, I don't think we covered that. We didn't. No. That's why I brought it up. Fun stuff with Porsche. <laughs> so Porsche, I'm a little annoyed with you. Not the dealership, the company. Yeah. Um. So if you order anything like expedited shipping through Porsche, they charge a rate based on the cost of the part, which makes zero sense whatsoever. So one of the lightest parts on this car is a carbon ceramic rotor. It weighs almost nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but they want like a twenty percent fee to expedite the shipping. And that's on anything. Yeah. So from Porsche in general. Like if you want something expedited from, from that, yeah. from Porsche, it's 20% of the cost. So if you even if it's less than a pound and it's a $200 thing. Yeah. You're paying 20 bucks in shipping. 20 bucks in shipping. But if it's a $9,000 part. You're paying 20 bucks plus. <laughs> I don't have, I got to take my shoes off. $1,800. I don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah okay, so, yeah, sure. so obviously that didn't happen, which is fine. I've got my lovely Nissan Altima rental. I was going to say, it's not, it's not a horrible looking car. It's a little different. You know, I was I, I'm driving around. It's, um. The epitome of point A to point B. And that's Definitely not a fishbowl, I'll tell you that. It's got a screen. Oh, yeah. It's oh, a nice. fully loaded Altima. It has oh, tons fully of loaded. It's a heated oh. steering wheel. Oh. It does not have cooled seats, but it does have everything else. Hey, does it have a backup camera? It does. Okay. It does have a backup <laughs> camera. <laughs> Just asking, asking for a friend. I did find a retrofit kit for my car, finally. A company what? makes a retrofit yeah, but kit. But I thought we talked about the fact that the whole bumper has to come off and everything. It does, but I mean, for every service, the rear bumper has to come off. Oh God, are we putting a camera in your Porsche? And an yes, and yes, Android yes. Auto and Apple CarPlay. Cool. Yeah, I'm all at once. Done deal. Yeah, I found a kit online for the like 250 bucks that everybody's using. So anyway, I wonder what it'll cost for Porsche to fix all the things we break. I don't know. <laughs> Find out. <laughs> Actually, I might. Yeah. I'm going to reach out to Adam at Adam Design. Yeah. And you can see. I know he he used to work at Benchmark, and they they are the experts at doing that stuff. So I'm definitely going to have an expert set of hands sure. take a look at it. I mean, there's stuff I want to tackle, but not that. <laughs> Yeah, we've joked about it for a long time, but I really think you could use a backup camera. <laughs> yeah, yes. you can't see crap. It just helps. Back it just helps so, yeah. yeah. I mean, anything going on in the Avance world? I think everything's still kind of shut down right now. No, everything. Yeah, everything is pretty much shut down at Avance. Although, like we said last time, the uh, I think the, he, would, he was shipping out license plates and stickers yep, this week. License yeah. plates and stickers this week. It, it's growing though. Actually, I was talking to Adam, and uh, things are going well for Avance. I mean, everything's on hold, but the group is more active than ever online, and everybody's doing projects. So it's really fun to see everybody chip in. With their the help, there's some really cool things coming from Avance too. Yes, I know so, there is. Yeah, uh, that we can't talk about because we we're told we can't talk about it. So there we're not talking about. It. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, if you're an Avance member, there's a bunch of mails going out this week. It's it's fun to see everybody's projects though. Really, really cool to see the projects. Yeah. Uh, Cameron, previous guest, uh, that big break kit. Do you see that? Yep. Oh, what do you put that on? Uh, Golf R. That's right. Okay. Yeah, six yeah. piston stop tech kit on there. Like yeah. it's fun to watch the projects go together. You learn a lot, and then like um, Blake with uh, right away tire, yeah. but also Relista, 
uh, releases out for iOS. It's coming to Android. That was Rallyista. Rallyista. Am I saying it wrong? Are you saying oh, Rallyista? Okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. I'm working on. Well, I have to, to get an. I have an iOS device, so I'm working on setting up Rallyista routes so that they can be published on Rallyista for all the dance drive stuff. I've been. You have an iOS device? The iPad you gave me. Oh yeah. That. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. A, a little that. thing. It's a, it's perfect because. Oh, okay. Uh, nice. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You know, I got okay. kicked in the head. I got an iOS device, you know. Broke your knee. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> no. So check out Relista.com, though. And not a sponsor, but uh, uh, their app for iOS really is so far the game changer for We use it on Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be using it a lot more. It's great to see it develop. I can't wait. It's going to drop for Android soon. So. Woohoo. Woohoo. Yeah. Well, stay safe, people. Um, if you have questions, if you have comments, you can write Dan or I. We'd love to hear it. Actually, I'd take any type of contact, emails, text message, <laughs> you know, pigeon. Uh, <laughs> that would be really cool. <laughs> no. um, we, are, we are still looking for people. If you're interested and, and, and yeah, think you've got interesting stories, send us, you know, we, we just, Amanda, we just, we, we almost said that wrong. Amanda, we had through Zoom. So <laughs> never mind. It's just <laughs> phrasing. So yeah. Archer phrasing. So yeah. But uh yeah. Yeah, shoot Let's us a mail, info at Rain City Supercars. Uh, check us out, raincitysupercars.com, Rain City Supercars LLC on Instagram, yep. Rain City Supercars on Facebook. Yep. Follow us everywhere. Say hi. Follow us. Just, we just need friends. We respond to messages. <laughs> yeah. Dan responds <laughs> to messages. No. no. Very slowly when you send them to dancedrives.com, though, because I forget about that. If you one send a lot. us an email and we don't get right back to you, send us another email because we had email issues and the fact that one of us opens the email and the other one doesn't know it. So, But <laughs> that's that's my fault, not him. So, yeah. Hi, Ashley. <laughs> Sorry, Ashley. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, for this uh, episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.